This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket all right we're back again it's the drive on 93.7 the ticket with ad and ralph we're proudly sponsored by sand hills global Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. Raph, and AD is Raph, laughing Raph, again. He's, he's laughing at you. Um, oh. he, he's laughing at you. He, he's rude. Um, just he, he, He's laughing at you, Raph. Um, whatever he tells you is, is wrong. He's not laughing at Terrell Farley's text. We're about to have to, we're, we're gonna have to Terrell. block Terrell. <laughs> Rob, did you see what Terrell just said? I, I did not see it. I did not see it. <laughs> Steeler fans be like, throw the damn towel. <laughs> oh, the Rocky one. It's funny he brought that up because I'm actually going to use a clip from Rocky here in a second. <laughs> Terrell, I'm about to ban you. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to save this one because this one's really good. <laughs> Folks. So at least it's not at least it's not Louie this time. <laughs> no, he left my dog alone. But man, this was good, folks. If you've seen Rocky Three, what most I'm assuming a lot of you have, there's that scene where he's saying, "Throw the damn towel." And it's a picture of the black trainer in his face. Terrell put a Steelers hat on the guy, waving a yellow terrible towel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that was Rocky Four. Yeah. No, yeah, it was Rocky Four. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta ban Terrell, man. We do. We gotta, we gotta block gotta Terrell, ban him, man, because he get the fingers going with the memes, man. That's all she wrote. <laughs> but I want to hop into this because I'm gonna have to dip on the next segment and call in because I want to get to this. And we got some more things we'll talk about. Me from the, um, we'll talk about from the car. Um, but this is crucial right now. This is a big week uh, for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. There is no tomorrow. It's every week. Play this clip real fast, Nick. What's the matter with you? Tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. 
Play that again. I get goosebumps, man. I love that scene. What's the matter with you? Tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Raph, if you if you remember that part, Raph, Nick, if you've seen Rocky Four, mm -hmm. that clip. So we're that's Rocky, Rocky Three. Rocky, there. That's what I was, yeah, Rocky Three. Rocky Three. Because I'm you never get me won't be one of the threes and the fours. Yeah, the Rocky Four is when he fought the Russian. Rocky Three is when he's fighting uh, uh, basically Mr. T again. And Mr. Clever T, Lang. Uh, Clever Lang beat his tail the first time. And Rock is just kind of just lackadaisical in there. Just, he, you know what? He's, uh, he's participating, but he's not committed. Mm -hmm. He's participating in boxing, but he's not committed. He's participating to his craft. He's participating to practice, but he's not committed. Right now, Nebraska, Mickey's thing is right now, he's trying to get those guys committed. That's why this week was Nebraska versus Nebraska. You find out who's just participating, has the in on their helmet, has the locker, comes out and participates in practice. You need commitments from people say, listen, this practice, there is no tomorrow. We got this practice. So today, Wednesday, you're not thinking about Thursday, you're not thinking about Friday, you're not thinking about Saturday. You're thinking about right now. How can I best maximize my talents, my abilities right now in this practice? Because today, the heavy lifting pretty much is over. Because you're, you're not hitting anymore after Wednesday. Now, you'll be physical Thursday because I know we still were. You might get your head knocked off on a Thursday with helmets and shoulder pads only back in Nebraska back in the day. You would know you were practicing, put it that way. But I know you start tapping things down and toning things down and fine-tuning things right now. But there is no tomorrow. Because Nebraska, every, every week, because our schedule for us right now, we have to think, think about this, you guys. And this is reality, okay? Not going to sugarcoat our fans. They know if it's rain or if it's something else. Remember, we used to call people, this could be a trap game. We would say that about other teams. Oh, yeah. Nebraska is kind of that situation right now. You think about every team that's, that Nebraska we've played so far, the teams that beat us, Northwestern has a one again. Mm -hmm. All right? Uh, Georgia Southern did. But I think Georgia Southern, they did lose after they played us. They, they lost. They got shut out. Shut U out. UAB. Absolutely. Got shut out. And then Oklahoma, obviously, we know what happened there last Saturday. We do. Okay. Folks, right now, there is no tomorrow. If Nebraska wants to have a reputable season, okay, there is no tomorrow. There is no thinking, well, we got – no, no, no. It's right now, this moment. Raph, with that being said, did you have a chance you, – you probably didn't because I know you're, you're out of the state and you're traveling. But we're going to play a few of Mickey's sound bites from – did you listen to any of that last year, Raph, at all? You have a chance to online? Yep, I did. Okay. Let's play a few of his clips if you could. I'm trying to think of – there was really a, a good one about his time in Louisiana over the weekend. Yes. That I'm trying to find right now. I, I just got to find it through all these. Hold on. Man, Everybody I, wanting jobs. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This, this, <laughs> yeah. He goes, everybody's got the answers, too. <laughs> yeah, this, this might be it. Um, it. This was the question. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but this was his answer to what was, what's been the most difficult part since taking over as interim head coach. Just learning, you know, you know thanks to – Andrew and my crew over there and you know just you know just learning everything just kind of taking everything in it's a lot it's a lot to do like I don't really enjoy this you know I really don't to tell you the truth I, I'm not that type of dude that want to be in front of the cameras all the time but it's it's what bring that's what the job brings so I have to do it but I got to depend on my my guys you know Keith and everybody and Matt to help me with this and I'm always open and the, the, the people that help me the most are the players because they're bought in and no resistance. They're bought into what we're trying to do. But it's, it wasn't easy. It's not easy. I think this might be the clip that I was looking for. Uh, how was your reception back in, in Louisiana when you were there over the weekend? Yes. Saw, saw my dad, but 
everybody wants a job. Everybody wants a job. Everybody had answers. So, you know, it was good to see old friends. It was good to see old coaches. But everybody had all the answers, and everybody wanted a job. So, straight, typical New Orleans. There it is. <laughs> Nick, I, I took a picture. Uh, I was watching it online. In fact, mm-hmm. I appreciate Rico let me know where I could watch it online. I didn't know if Huskers.com or I'm sure I never realized that it was on Huskers. There's a picture of you, Sip, and DP, which oh, is really yeah. cool. Oh, Seeing yeah. all you three up there right there just chilling and taking it in. What were your thoughts as you sat there and you listened to him at the press conference yesterday? Oh, um, that things have, have kind of I, – I don't want to say he looked – he seemed comfortable, but he seemed refreshed. Yeah. Right? When, when we've talked to him in the last couple of weeks – it's been go, go, go. Drinking out of a water him. hose. Exactly. I mean, actually, a fire I, I hose. Think, <laughs> I, I think there's still things that, obviously, Mickey Joseph is learning. He's still learning how to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. But I think he's finally been able to not necessarily even catch his breath, just kind of, like, sit back Pause. and just mm-hmm. just take a breath. Mm-hmm. Not catch his breath, just take a breath. Right, right. And kind of understand that the mo- – he mentioned yesterday he understands that this is his job interview. That's right. This is I his, that was this great is how his he interview. That. He he understands it. Mm-hmm. Um, he also mentions like, listen, he and Trev talk, but we don't. He, they don't talk as much as maybe we thought they did. Right. And he he just was very out front with this is my job interview, and we know how performance is how you know you get the job or you don't get the job. It's based on performance, based on wins and losses. And so, I thought that was pretty fascinating yesterday. Is that he he. Basically told, I mean, not necessarily saying that he'd never believed so in, in the first place, but he came out and said, listen, I get it. I get that, that I, this is my opportunity to be the head coach, and it's, it's what I do in these, these next eight games. You know, I thought, I was, thought it was uh, poignant where he mentioned that this is my job interview right now. And yeah. you know what? There's an advantage to that because it's not based on – his interview is not going to be based on this is what I would do. We get to see it based on what he is doing. Like right now, that clip where he talks about blocking out the noise. Do you have that part on there, or, or that, well, that was that, um, or was that our corner that was uh, our corner that was on there talking? But there was a part on there, Raf, where he was talking about how to block out the noise for everything that, that's going on. As far as you, I think it was right after that part, and that's fine. What's the next one we have on there, Nick? Okay, so I, I'm just trying to see what some of these good ones would be. Um, how, okay, so here's here's a question. Here's this: How do you address the coaching search with yes, the team? There we I go. think this might be the blocking That's the out one the right no- there. noise one. Yep. We're always talking about blocking out the noise. Yeah. So we're not going to worry about who's who the search firm's talking to because, like I said before, Nebraska deserves to have a national search. And our interview is right now. You know, in the next eight games, that's your interview. So we can't do anything about that. And we also talk to them: control what you can control. We we can't control that. So we're going to block out the noise, and we're going to focus on Indiana. There you go. That's it. It's as simple nope. as that. Thoughts, Raph? I like it. I mean, everything that he said since he's taken over has just been just so like, you know. Up and it's front. not it, – it, he, he's not saying things that we want to hear. I just like the way he's such a straight shooter, and he, he, says, he says it exactly like it is, which mm-hmm. that's – for me, that's super refreshing. Well, I just think, like, to your point, Raph, the word I would use is up front. Yeah. Just straight, just up front and honest. Yeah. There's no coach speak. No. like, And we don't need that. After no. four years of having it, it's nice not to have yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, oh, seven, uh, actually, 7754 says, man, I love Mickey's attitude. I really hope he gets the job and succeeds. I'm with you. Like I said, I, I think right now, uh, I, I love the way his attitude is. And she, like I said, being the media, they're reporting things. Um 
with your team. I, I, I like, and you've been, you've seen it, Nick, firsthand. I like where it's just a no-nonsense approach. It's just answer the questions, There's and, and it's very direct. You're not reading between the lines. There's not this innuendo of what did he mean by that. No, he's telling exactly what he means uh, and where, where he's going. Um, sounds like, guys, take so much to take. This is, uh, Abron says, has Casey, has Casey even talked to the media since Frost was let go? I don't know. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That's one thing also to see who they send us. Mm-hmm. Because um, yesterday it was. So they sent us yesterday. Brody. Brody Belt, Colton Feast, Brian Buschini, and Marquise Buford. Mm-hmm. I like Marquise Buford's aunt. I like, he yeah. said he didn't keep social media on his phone. Yeah, um, that, that's who they sent us. We'll hear from the coordinators today. So we'll get to hear from what time Mark, is that? Mark Whipple and Bill Bush. Ten thirty. Uh, hold on, let me. Ten thirty. So the practice they said they told they sent us an email. Um, practice concludes at ten thirty, I believe. Let me. Let me mm-hmm. There it is. Okay. Uh, today's practice is scheduled to conclude around ten thirty. Offense coordinator Mark Whipple and defense coordinator Bill Bush will be available. Uh, so a little after ten thirty, and then we'll also hear from Coach Joseph tomorrow as well. Okay. Cool. So, cool. I'll because I'll, uh, I'll call. I'll be calling in tomorrow from DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely want to talk more. About, but I, that'll be after. Yep, after our show. Because that'll be a different time zone, you guys. That'll be East Coast time. So, so it'd be nine thirty or eleven thirty. Eleven thirty there. I'll see if we have some availability. I think give or take. I like, like I said, I like um, um, uh, Buford. Whereas Raf, he he mentioned yesterday that he doesn't even keep social media on his phone. He's like, look, man, you got a choice if you want to hear that stuff or not. He goes, you can control that. I, I thought that was very that mature. Was interesting, yeah. I thought that was very mature on his side. To it's like, man, I don't even keep that stuff on my phone. I don't want that distraction that's there. Very mature, probably 21, 22. I, I, what year is he? Sophomore? Is he a junior? Marquise Buford. If I had my laptop, I'd have Very the, mature uh, to understand that I don't want that distraction so readily available on my phone. Mm-hmm. And there's some adults that could use that. You know, as far as that maturity, just like, yeah, I don't sophomore. need sophomore. I don't need all that distraction on my phone because it's, it's a lot different. That's the last thing I need right now. Let's play another one before we got how many more minutes for a break? Here? Uh, put up a couple more here. We'll okay. get you out of here. A couple more here. Um, do you feel uh, no, we don't want to play that one? Did Bush's experience prepare him for this role? Did his experience at LSU prepare Bill Bush for the defensive coordinator role? But like you said, I competed against him every day. I went against him every day. He was thorough about what he was doing, and we shared notes all the time. And he was detailed in what he was doing. And he coached, he coached some really good football players. But he also coached some, some kids that was average that looked good, you know, because of the he's a great teacher. And that's what you got to be to be a good football coach. You got to be a great teacher. What makes a great teacher? Here's Mickey Joseph uh, answering that question yesterday. Detailing things, you know, knowing how the kid learns. It goes back to, you know, teaching. That's why, you know, teachers are special people in this world because they, they, they have to look at a kid and say, okay, this kid learns this way, this kid learns this way. And Bill's doing that. Bill's breaking it down. And so is the other, the other guys on the defensive staff. The offensive staff are doing the same thing. There you go. I like – you can tell there's a lot of trust between, uh, between uh, Mickey and, and Bill. They've been through uh, some wars together, you know, on football field, of course. And they've been through some ups and downs. You know, there's something that um, uh, that Ted Gilmore. Ted Gilmore is one of my best friends. He's the receivers coach at Michigan State. And uh, there's something he told me. He's been coaching for a long time. Once he left Nebraska, uh, Ted went on to uh, USC. From USC, became the Raiders coach for uh, receivers. Raiders went to Wisconsin. Wisconsin to Michigan State. Long story short, he goes, AD, you find out who is real 
when the bullets of competition start flying. He goes, all coaching staffs are different. He goes, you find out who people are in the heat of games, in the heat of seasons, when things aren't going your way, when there is you know, adversity, when there is uh, circumstance you have to overcome. You find out when the bullets of uh, competition start. And, Raph, you think about this, you being a former head coach, and you, know, you had to be careful who you brought on. You know, how, how important is it to have people on your staff who you know? I'm not talking about who you read about, but who you know. That you, I mean, you, you've been through some dog fights. How important are relationships on a coaching staff? Uh, it's it's huge. Do you have that trust? Do you have that trust in them? Like my defense coordinator, you know, I was offense. That was my thing. So I basically told him, "I'm like, you're the you're the defense coach. You know, take you got you got my trust." And I think coaches perform so much better when they're not being micromanaged, and you you believe in that person. Mm-hmm. And then surrounding yourself with people that know more than you. That's another that's another thing that's always. The best coaches surround themselves, you know, like we're talking about Nick Saban always bringing in, yeah, you know, they always talk about rebuilding projects. He's, yeah, he's, you know, putting them back in line to get coaching jobs and stuff like that. But he's bringing these guys in. It's strategic. He's bringing them in to learn their offenses. So, right. Well, here's what's interesting, guys. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about Bill Bush and at the on the defensive side, and and tempo has been a big discussion point. This is the last one before we get to break. Uh, how does Mickey Joseph make sure that they get the calls in for, for defense on oh, time this, yeah. against a fast-paced offense? I yeah. believe this is where he talks about them simplifying uh, the defense. So sometimes with tempo teams, you're going to get a call in. So the next call, they got to get their eyes over to the sideline right away and get the call. And it's, it's got to be one, one, one word's got to tell you everything, the front, the coverage, the blitz. So we do a lot of one-word things. But the, the linebackers have to really get the calls from the sideline, and the safeties have to get the signals so we can get going. Uh, okay, I want to see if this is the clip here. What are you doing to prepare for the tempo of, of Indiana? Working with the scout team, getting them lining up quick and having the guys recognize, recognize the formation and then snap the ball. But the thing, recognize the formation, get your feet in the ground, and then let's go. Let's play football. There you go. You know, and folks, the quick – thing to understand is the reason why Mickey was talking about tempo, I think Indiana, they ran 108 plays last week. 108. Yeah. And I think they're the, they're the second or third fastest tempo team in the country. Third. They're number three as far as tempo in the country. And it was basically what Mickey was saying there. We're simplifying our changes and checks to one word. There's there because you think about this, and this is just reality. It's not knocking against anybody. It's reality. There were times in the past uh, few weeks where you've seen guys still getting lined up or looking at the sideline once the ball was already snapped. In particular against Oklahoma. You know, we've seen that against Northwestern. We've seen that against North Dakota. We've seen that against Georgia Southern. And against Georgia Southern, it even costed us a few big plays because guys did not – they were trying to get still checks and checks. and He's like, we got to eliminate all that. Because you know what? Indiana is going to be running that ball at a rapid pace like an AK-47 firing. They yeah. will be shooting plays off left and right. And we can't have guys – again, there, Again, there is no tomorrow. There is no – let me call – no, you got to do that right now and be ready to react. All right, so that's why Mickey mentioned that as far as the tempo with the scout team going faster on that because there will be a lot of plays ran very quickly. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. I'll be joining you next for my vehicle driving. I'm Grant. It'll be hands-free. I told you out there. It is (laughs) hands-free. Raph will be uh, remote as well. Nick will be holding it down here in the studio. You're on the drive. I'm still here. Nick is still here. I'm still here. I'm the only one that doesn't leave. Folks, if you want to follow my crazy adventures, we always mention our (laughs) handles, too. If you're on Instagram, you can follow my Instagram as well. It's Aaron Davis Attitude Expert. Again, that's Aaron Davis Attitude Expert. Always take a picture of my suitcase and where I'm going. Also, you know, follow all three of us on Twitter. 
uh, as well. Those will scroll across your screen as well. We need to get Raf some more followers, man. What is Raf's handle on Twitter? Is it Chris Raf Seven? I'd come off mute there. Yes, Chris Raf Seven. There you go. Twitter, Chris, follow me. So what's I can yours, start Nick? Following people. Mine is Nick underscore Saner. Nick underscore Saner. Mine is AC Davis CO. We're just typing there in Davis. Folks, we're taking a break. We'll be back to pay some bills. We'll join you shortly. This is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. <laughs> 